0: Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole in our October 10, 2017 episode with Scream Queen actress Erin Marie Hogan. Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. We have a great episode this evening. We have a fantastic actress with us, Anne-Marie Hogan. Unfortunately, our co-host Vanessa Holgol is likely not going to be in tonight. Her son Gray has a concert tonight, so she might be in a little bit later. Not sure yet, but uh, not with us at the moment. But our chat shenanigator Shana is already down there in the chat room shaking things up like she usually does, shenanigating everything. So, <laughs> yeah. and Aaron likes that.
1: She's <laughs> navigating. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: she is the chat. It's a play on her name, of course. So well, we have fun. I with it I like it. it. <laughs> so, all right. So, everybody, um, just a couple of housekeeping things, real quick. Everybody's been wondering what in the world is going on with the new Encounters with the Paranormal book. There was, um, you know, some delays here over the weekend. I busted my butt <laughs> to get the thing done. Um, last night. When the proofs came back, there was one page that was all kind of screwy off to the side. It's really kind of crazy looking. Um, so, something weird happened on the conversion. So, that got corrected. New proofs came back today, and it's good to go. So, we'll expect that out in a couple of days here. And I'll make the announcement on Facebook and all of that. So, very happy that's finally coming out. Um, I just got to do the ebook stuff tonight, and that'll be out um, in a couple of days as well. So,. Uh look forward to Encounters with Paranormal 3, and that is our episode for next week, is we're going to uh, cover that, and then all things paranormal. We'll do uh, almost like a Halloween-type preview sort of episode. Uh, also, for new viewers, if you haven't yet, please go ahead and subscribe to the channel. We have over 350 paranormal-themed videos out here on Haunted Road Media, and we would love to have you involved. This is our Tuesday night show, Edge of the Rabbit Hole, and we're happy to have you. I do want to give a quick shout-out. I meant to do this last week, and um, I was just so exhausted from coming back from the Fairy Plantation, but um, some friends of ours from the Fairy Plantation, want to give them a quick shout-out. That's Acid Paranormal. That's uh, Cody Green and Amanda Donaldson. Fantastic group out there, and uh, very hospitable, along with Heather Moore at the Ferry Plantation. So thank you guys very much for having me out, and um, yeah, had a fantastic time with you guys uh, the other weekend, so. All right, I think that's about it for all the housekeeping stuff. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Erin Marie Hogan, who is... <laughs> yeah, there she is. <laughs> um, we. Had her on like a couple years ago before we actually had an edge of the rabbit hole to uh, talk about Dwelling and another one of her films, House of Manson. Um, Tonight we're probably going to stick to Dwelling since we had Kyle Mecca on the other week. But um, Aaron, why don't you come and um, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself? I know a couple people have already seen you um, on Dwelling, so um,
1: go for it. Oh, uh, (laughs) about myself? uh, My name's Aaron. I act in stuff. I right? d I don't know how do, okay. I, how do I do this? My favorite color is pink. I I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, well I, I guess put you right on the
0: spot, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well you're the lead in uh, dwelling. You play Ellie, so let's just dive right into that. Um, I know that when we were talking about it the uh, about a month and a half ago with Kyle Mecca, the writer and director of that. Um, one of the things that I always really liked about this movie, the whole premise of it, what kind of turned me on to it to begin with, was the fact that, you know, instead of your classic haunted house tale where, you know, family moves into a house, they don't know it's haunted, they discover it's haunted and get spooked out of the place, um, Ellie actually knows it's haunted and is purposely going there because of that. So,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what's your take <laughs> on all that?
1: Um... You know, I, I felt the same way you do. I was I was really drawn to it because she knew exactly what she was getting herself into, among other reasons, but um, just kind of a, agreeing with you that I thought I thought it was really interesting that she wanted to get closer to the other side, and that's why she was buying the house as opposed to, you know, having kind of the same thing where it's like, oh, no, why didn't you tell me? That? Like, but I, you know, I... I highly doubt Izzy really could comprehend what was going on, but you know Ellie and Gavin and River—they all know what's happening when when Ellie gets them <laughs> into right. this. Um, so yeah, it was something a little bit different that was already just going to be really, um, really cool. And it's—it still, I maintain still that it's probably my favorite script that I've that I've been handed. So. Uh,
0: yeah, I thought it was okay. a pretty deep script. Um, it, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very unexpected in, in some areas. Uh, we already, actually already have a couple of uh, comments from the chat room coming in. Um, from Bonnie Halperin, just want to let you know that uh, she watched some of your videos today. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, Dawn Bradley Francisco wants to let you know that Dwelling Rocked.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm glad you like it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and that it, yeah, it was definitely good. I enjoyed it very much, and yeah. uh, let's see, I just blew right by it. Okay, Megan Talbert wants to know, um, are any of your movies on Netflix?
1: Um, currently, I, they've, most of them have been on Netflix, but with Netflix changing kind of the way they're doing things and they're producing original content now, I don't know how many of them remain on Netflix. But you can find a lot of them on things like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Um, all of those streaming services have at least five to ten, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but most of them started on Netflix back in like 2009 when Paranormal Entity came out. I think that was the main way that you could get it. Um, not really sure what really remains there though, since they're making their own content. I think they're just kind of changing their direction. But yeah, yeah you can. It's easy to find it on the Hulu, Amazon Prime, Netflix, uh, like Chiller, any of those kinds of things. Yeah, you'll be able to. You'll <laughs> be able to find it.
0: Yeah, paranormal Entity was another uh, big one that you were involved with, and I. Yeah. I know you have kind of. Well, I mean, it kind of gone back and forth a little bit, but you know, you went back into the uh, the paranormal with. Um, with Dwelling, but you have yep. a bit of that background because you've done investigations before.
1: Yes, yes, um, I have and I, and I still do when I can. Um, that's actually, uh, now that my YouTube channel is, I kind of got all the stupid things that I wanted to do out of the way, which is <laughs> the reason I started my YouTube channel, and I decided on a direction where I'm going to focus more on, like, the paranormal, the unsolved mysteries, doing, like, longer episodes, things like that, and so I'm going to get even more into investigations doing that, um, but, yeah, I haven't done it very seriously, but I've done it in the past, I still do it on occasion, and, um, yeah, I was really happy to, to get to return to that kind of film, because um, even though Paranormal Entity isn't particularly like my kind of film, I had a ton of fun shooting it and mm-hmm. I have a ton of fun with ghost stories. Um, so I was really happy to get to return to something really cool and paranormal like that with dwelling.
0: Yeah. Um, Sarah Barra asks, uh, have you always uh, wanted to do horror movies or would you like to do other types of movies as well? So it kind of plays into what you are just talking about there.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I, I, love doing all kinds of things um and it's always nice to have a break from horror movies but I think they're definitely my favorite just because it's kind of an outlet and there's there's so many things that don't necessarily happen in real life that you get to do and experience and maybe you don't want them to happen in real life so I I wouldn't say I always knew but once I was in um to the horror genre, I I knew that I didn't really have an intention of leaving or denouncing it or anything like that, because uh, I really enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Um, Don wants to know: Did anything paranormal happen while filming the movie? I know uh, Kyle talked a little bit to this as well, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we actually the the house that we shot in um, Amara is super cool house and a a lot of the times while we were while we were shooting um i remember specifically some of the crew members saying that they were hearing footsteps in the upstairs around the bathroom um that went into izzy's room that is actually how the house is built okay um and we are hearing footsteps around there and it was it was kind of strange and there's there's a very small room that seems like maybe it was a closet or something like that that comes off of a room that you guys didn't see much of in the film and apparently someone did pass away there, I, I believe, of natural causes okay. and we were just kind of thinking like, oh, well, are these footsteps, this person walking around or... But I don't think there's any record or evidence of that, but I... I remember several crew members talking about it, and I was trying to hear it for myself. I wanted to hear it, and um, I thought it was pretty cool. But overall, between that and the hospital we shot in, the whole thing was just kind of eerie and really, really cool. Um,
0: yeah, I heard the uh, the hospital was uh, pretty creepy as well. There may have been something going on there.
1: Yeah, the, the hospital was definitely, I mean, it was it was old. It was, you know, abandoned. They, act, they actually... Um, Blew it up and it's it's no longer standing. Right. I know,
0: but which is um, sad. You could use it for so many things.
1: I know, but you know, I imagine at some point, uh, it, it's probably not going to be safe oh. anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's but, all one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's the second or third time I've shot in an abandoned hospital, and they're always just eerie by nature. So I think it's easy to kind of, um, kind of creep yourself out. But it's definitely. Definitely creepy. I don't remember any specific instances from the hospital, though, okay. that people talked about.
0: Um, I heard that the barn behind the uh, the house is pretty creepy, too, even though there wasn't any filming done there. Um, I heard that was yeah. pretty creepy.
1: Yeah, I actually didn't venture into the barn, and I was there for like a month, um, <laughs> and I did not venture into the barn, and I don't know why, but I went back up when to Buffalo, um, a about a year ago, when Dwelling screened up there, and I stayed with our producer, Arlen, who now lives in Amara. <laughs> oh, I don't know okay. if she does right now, but at the time she did. Last year she did. And so I, I stayed in Amara, and I went in the barn a couple of times, and it is really creepy. <laughs> it's really great It's creepy nice. in there, and I, I, I couldn't wait to... Get out of there! Even though I really wanted to pet the horses, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait to turn around and walk out. And it's—it's it's not that big. Um, honestly, it's not a huge space. But I was like, no, that's uh, that's enough." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> so uh, we have a couple of people asking about where uh, where dwelling can be found. Here's the uh, here's the DVD. Um, Diane Hilbert was asking if it could only be found on DVD, and Andrew Cumber was wanting, wondering about uh, Chiller. So where can we find it?
1: Um, so, let's see, let's see if I can remember all this off the top of my head, but I know um, Dwelling is available on DVD from um, Walmart, Amazon, um, Best Buy, Family Video, FYE, and something else I'm sure, um, but you can also, I, be- I believe it's that you're going to be able to watch it, um, like uh, download it. Amazon Prime as oh, well. Okay. I ha- I actually have all the links on my Facebook page. If you go to shop, um, I have the links there. Just I don't I don't get paid for that. It goes to Amazon, but it is an Amazon affiliate mm-hmm. link. Okay. Um, but it'll it'll go to um, and not just dwelling, but all my different movies and things like that that you can that you can find. And I just feel like that makes it easier for people to find them. <laughs> if they sure. go to, if they go somewhere and see a picture and they're like, oh, that I can click on that. Yeah. So. Um yeah I I believe you're going to be able at some point to do I mean you can do it with just about everything but I wouldn't quote me on being able to being able to stream it or something like that because I cannot recall the source so I could be lying <laughs> Yeah well maybe
0: one of these I I recall uh Kyle saying that they were working on something with uh with Netflix but um not really sure where the, where he's at in the process but I know he's trying to, to establish things like that to give people access to the movie
1: right right yeah and yeah the more access people have to you know something like Dwelling where you know it was made for such a small budget and yeah. um, it was our Producer's first like feature production. It was Kyle's first um you know, featured directing and writing venture and everything, and I think it came out really good. I think it's just gonna be good for everybody to have as much exposure for it as possible.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um yeah. now Don is actually saying that you can find it on Amazon or you can watch it on Amazon right now for uh for three ninety nine. So I guess it's available out there. Okay. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. I,
1: so I did see it. I'm not
0: lying. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. So there's the there's the movie poster. So everybody knows what to look for. This is when Aaron was saying, you know, I have have a picture to click on. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I know I just okay. Yeah. Donald Gordon would like to know um, what scares you.
1: What scares me um, in in terms of man, is that just the end of the question? There's no context? <laughs>
0: That's it. What wow, scares okay.
1: You? Um well, I'm not I'm not typically scared by um, I think the things that the average person is scared of, like the, the thought of having a ghost or uh, a serial killer or that stuff doesn't really get to me as much. I think what's really weird is that my <laughs> my biggest fears are uh, spontaneous combustion and spiders.
0: <laughs> spontaneous combustion. Wow. Um, I am terrified at the idea of
1: spontaneous combustion. Wow,
0: interesting. But I know Shauna would agree with you on the spiders. Our chat shenanigator. Um, yeah. She, she's I am definitely afraid of spiders.
1: Not a spider fan. Yeah. Not. Not at all. And and it's crazy. Um, it's it's pretty much bugs that you find in your house that you wouldn't Mm. want in your house. Spiders, cockroaches, silverfish. That's about it. Okay. Everything else, I'm, that's...
0: You're cool with everything else?
1: Yeah, they're they're fine. (laughs) And if they're outside, I'm just like, oh, I just won't go over there. But if there is a spider in my house, I we'll have a panic attack for like a week. Gotcha, yeah,
0: that's that's totally <laughs> Which And she also says that she likes your shirt. Ireland is on her bucket list, so she loves you Oh,
1: yeah, thank you. I, I recently went to Ireland about a year ago.
0: Very cool. So it
1: was, yeah, we actually stayed at the Castle Leslie. Oh, um,
0: nice. Yeah, Ireland's yeah, castles are fantastic.
1: Yes, yes. And we Purposely stayed at, at the castle, Leslie, because I really wanted to stay in a big haunted castle, <laughs> and uh, it was so cool and so worth it and so beautiful, and I highly recommend it. Do you
0: experience any hauntings
1: there? <laughs> um, you know, overall, just it's just the feeling again. Mm-hmm. Um, so i I don't know that I did, but when we when we first got there. Um, we, we had like a wardrobe in our room and we have a, had a lot of like, um, original furniture or, um, furniture that was brought there by the family and things like that. And so I was, I was sitting, um, my fiance went back down to get some stuff from the car and I was sitting at this old, old makeup vanity and I'm just looking at it, kind of setting my makeup out on it, uh, putting stuff where I feel like it should go you know when you end up at a hotel room or something like that temporarily and i guess we hadn't latched the wardrobe door behind us after we put our suitcases in it because i'm sitting there and like this is five minutes into being in this castle and i just see the door in the vanity mirror like opening really slowly (laughs) and i'll What's happening behind me? Right. <laughs> and, and then I like I, I figured it out when I closed it a couple times and it opened again. I was like, oh man, I thought it was a ghost. Oh, so
0: it wasn't. <laughs> like, I was So
1: excited. <laughs> You're disappointed. <laughs> I was I was disappointed, but you know it was still it was an eerie fun experience.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> but yeah, definitely definitely a cool, really cool place. Yep. yeah.
0: So. We'll get out there one of these days. So, um now, this is a uh question from Don. I like this question because I get to say his name <laughs> <laughs> mushaka Benson. It's like the coolest name ever mushaka Benson. <laughs> so what was it like working with Mushaka Benson? He seemed like an interesting person.
1: Yeah, it was great working with mushaka um i I can't wait to hopefully do it again in the future um I have. A couple of features that I'm working on raising funds and things like that for, and um, one of them, I know he just doesn't, he doesn't fit at all, unfortunately, but the other one, I am finding a place for him. At, there's no way around it, because I, I loved working with him. Um, he was really professional, really natural, and just, um, just all around like a, a good guy and yeah. like a good friend. He's just a, um, a really, he's a really solid guy, and he's a really solid actor, and um, I, I can't think of a single bad thing that I could possibly say about Mushaka. I, I just think he's great.
0: Yeah, so. I, I see him on social media all the time. He, he seems like a pretty upstanding guy, pretty interesting. He, yeah. he, he does a lot of stuff, so um, I know yeah. I've, I've seen some writing from him. He does some music, so he seems like a pretty yeah. talented guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. And I was definitely, I was incredibly, um, I was incredibly impressed with him. And then I was even more impressed, you know, the more that we, um, the more that we shot at just like um, the way that o- over time he handled everything so professionally and, and treated everybody with so much respect, which is something that's so, it wasn't rare on the dwelling set, but it's very rare in you know, filmmaking and life these days, just to have so much respect for every single person. And so, um, he's a great guy and he's extremely talented. So yeah, he was, he was great to work with. Cool.
0: Cool. Um, we have a lot of questions for you, so I'm trying to get to them all. And I have, I have a couple of myself I eventually want to work in, but you know, our, our Mad Hatters are very inquisitive, which is great. Um, from Lynn's White, do you have any sort of abilities, you know, like psychic abilities or anything like that, any sensitivities?
1: Um, so as a kid, I, I, and, and so this is, this is weird. Um, as, as a kid, I told my mom, um, at one point that I knew someone who was dead and, um. That this person was my grandfather and I described him and described uh you know like kind of my encounters with him and it it sounded like him and I don't remember these things actually happening but I remember telling her and I remember I, I was serious I really did believe this but I don't remember it actually happening um another thing is that um more so when I was younger, and I, I think I kind of grew out of it over time, but it still happens occasionally, is that I will uh, hear something that has maybe happened nearby, like a, a gunshot and a scream or something like that, um, and I'll think that I'm asleep or I'll think, like, I'll start walking around the house and I'll be like, did you hear that? And my fancy's like, what are you talking about? And so I don't I don't know I, if I have... I think I have particularly sensitive ears, but this has happened since I was a kid. Where one instance in particular, I heard what sounded like somebody like being shot multiple times, like bang, 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 and they were like screaming. And I like left my room and I went out and I was like, "Is mom okay? She fell down the stairs." Cause it kind of sounded like that kind of thing and. It wasn't, and then I realized it was some kind of shooting or something. But I have no confirmation of anything like that happening. I, um, you know, these are just things that have happened since since I was a kid, and I just kind of, you know, it, either there's something or they're not, but. Luckily, I'm I'm just glad they're not voices telling me to do things. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, it it would be it would be neat to find out what they are. Like, can mm-hmm. I can I help somebody with this or right, something? True. Like, I should probably look into that. But I, I have no confirmation that any of this is real and that I'm not like daydreaming. I I honestly have no idea.
0: <laughs> no. you might I have a little I, bit of something I, going on, and it's just you know, maybe uh. Know going forth with it a little bit and you know, and kind of investigating a little bit more with it, and uh, you never know, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely just very um, intuitive, but I'm also a skeptic, so somebody's really gonna have to to slap me really hard (laughs) with with some evidence.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice. Um, Sarah Assel. She says that uh, you're beautiful, (laughs) loved loved your movie, Uh, she loved your movie, Uh, but is it. Is it hard not to jump or scream while being filmed during scary parts?
1: No. No. Um, and uh, you know, also with that in mind, I actually, it's it's better if you do uh, jump jump <laughs> and scream if your if your if your reaction is you know you want it to be as genuine as possible and as relatable as possible. But um, I'm again with the with the typical horror movie kind of kinds of things. I'm uh, difficult to scare and more difficult to impress. So um, I have a lot of fun doing this and I, the same reason I have a lot of fun going to haunted houses and things like that is that I, I love the adrenaline rush. So if I'm if I'm actually jumpy when I'm on set when I'm shooting, then that's great. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gotta fish the role, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: So uh, Tom asks, are you, um, I guess I kind of move by, Uh, do you produce any of your own movies?
1: Um, I am working on uh, a couple that are uh, nowhere near, like, uh, really ready to talk about too much, but I did, um, I do have a film degree, so I did, I did produce a short when I was in film school. Um, and I recently produced another short for um, the My Road Reel contest, uh, which that's on my YouTube channel. There were very specific uh, criteria okay. that you had to follow to make that work. But yeah, I'm expecting to to jump into, um, I have one that the script is finished and another one that we're fleshing out because someone kind of had the same idea and got to it before us and we're like no oh. <laughs> now we, how do we how do we still make this work so we're so that one's still being fleshed out by the writer but uh, okay. yeah I will be I will be producing more and good uh, yeah no, cool <laughs> you mentioned your
0: YouTube channel where can people uh, find you what's your YouTube channel uh,
1: my YouTube channel is Erin Marie Hogan okay. and uh, yeah I just you know I was kind of making whatever like literally every day for a while and then I got more into the paranormal stuff and now that I'm done kind of doing all the challenges and things that I wanted to do which is why I started it (laughs) um, now I'm going to take it into that kind of more of a a paranormal serial killer unsolved mystery um, like Kind of um, episodic okay. vibe, so yeah, there will be one. So you're of gonna those. be
0: doing investigations, or are you can just be talking, um, you know, ghost stories or famous haunted houses. What are you doing?
1: Um, we're gonna kind of take it everywhere. Um, I've I've been talking to a couple of my friends that I've worked with in the past about putting some investigations in there because I okay. already have a couple locations that I can do, um, but you know, obviously. Then with that, I also want to talk about, you know, the history and then do the investigation and do, you know, debunk what we can and then mm-hmm. show what we can't debunk and what the evidence is and things like that. But I also want to cover, you know, um, kidnappings and missing persons and unsolved murders and things like that and um, draw draw attention to those kinds of things and kind of just lay out the actual information instead of spreading misinformation or false right. information so um yeah it's it's going to be very factual um but hope hopefully still interesting i mean these things get really weird so i'm sure it's still sure going to be yeah interesting. yeah
0: definitely i mean it, it sounds like you're <laughs> going to be doing a bit of what we're doing and you know um you know with your background you'd be able to produce something you know very good quality and if you're going to you know Keep it factual and dig real, you know, deep into that, uh, you know, the research and the history and all that. I'm Really looking forward yeah. to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think my biggest video so far, I just I randomly decided to talk about this um, this vlogger um, who I actually watch, and he was like doing all this paranormal stuff that I just I didn't agree with. It was really obviously to obvious to me that it was it was fake, and I thought it was really irresponsible. And, um, so I gained, you know, a lot of views on that. And since then people have been wanting me to do that, but I don't want to do call out videos. Right. So that wasn't really the intention. So I, I'm probably going to do some more things like that, but I'm going to think about before I do that, I'm going to think about how I can be a, a little bit more tactful with it so that it's not just like, I'm just hating on somebody or right. something, right. you know? <laughs>
0: cool. Definitely looking forward yeah. to that. Um, Tiffany wants to know if, uh, if you've seen orbs on the set.
1: Um, not, not that I recall, no. Um, I, no, I don't recall seeing any. Um, I do, um, and I have this in a, in a video, actually, um, when I investigated the Limp Mansion, um, orbs really don't impress me too much, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, there's too many ways to explain what that could possibly be. But when I investigated the Limp Mansion, I did get some really interesting orbs that were just a, uh, emitting so much light that there was just a lack of anything there. And I, I thought it was really strange. So that's actually the only time I've actually been impressed by an orb at all. <laughs> um <laughs> But, no, I don't, I
0: don't remember seeing any on the set, no. Okay. I have to ask, since you brought up that one particular one, and Lit Mansion, St. Louis, which is where you're from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, that's not too far from where, and I'm very skeptical of, of orbs and, um, and the like, but um, Shana being out there in Illinois, not too far from St. Louis, we have seen some interesting things along the water, um, that were very orbish in nature, uh, illuminating their own light. So I have to ask you, what color was the
1: light? Uh, it was white. It was white, okay. It was completely white. Um, and I, my, my initial instinct would be that all the information from the photo was missing right there. Um, particularly if I had printed these as film photos, I would have been like, these are not developed properly. Mm-hmm. But, um, they were digital photos and I took multiple photos. I always make sure to take two, if not four or more in the exact same place. And, um, these spots moved and there were the same number of them the entire time. So I found that really interesting because they were, they were completely white, but giving off a little bit of light around the edges. And it was almost as if, um, like I said, just all the information was missing, but if you look closely, there is some um, uh, of the um, atmosphere from the room still there, okay. but it, it, it looks as though it's just, it's not developed properly, but it's not developed at all because it's digital. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I, I thought it was really interesting.
0: <laughs> that is interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Donna Gordon would like to know, what, you, what is your dream gig?
1: Oh, I mean, my dream gig was basically dwelling, and then I did it. Um, So I think at this point, I'd I'd really like to be, um, I'd I'd like to have a a steady role, not necessarily even a leading role, but a recurring role on a a television show that pushes the boundaries a little bit, Um, and that would really... You know, and I don't have a specific show. I don't have anything like that, but it would be nice to kind of take what I've gotten to do in film with um, some of my more recent things, like dwelling in House of Manson, and put that in TV and have it be a more stable way to live. Um, so I would say that would be the next step for me. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it, making it like a television show and having it being a, re- a returning paycheck instead of <laughs> one or two large paycheck.
0: Right, right. Something so a little more uh, (laughs) solid you can always kind of count on there from week to week. (laughs) Uh, Fran would like to know who inspires your acting.
1: Oh, you know I get this I get this question a lot, and it's it's hard to say because I'll I'll watch so many different people and I'll just really like different things in particular that they've done. I, I was a really big fan of um, I'm a really big fan of Mary Elizabeth Winstead She's one of my favorites I'm a, I'm a big fan of Killian Murphy um, But I think You know, I think over, overall Really what inspires my acting Is just having um, Like great people and great material to work with And then being able to put myself in it and I might draw from some of these people, like like Mary Elizabeth Winstead and things mm-hmm. like that, that I really like, in order to get, um, you know, ideas or or things like that. But being able to have something I can relate to and something that's that's well written and well put together is really what's the most inspiring to me, because I, I feel like it's my job to make somebody somebody's art happen. Right. Um. So. You know, if I'm so, I'm very, I'm very inspired by the by the artists themselves, and I'm particularly like with someone like Kyle. I'm just he had such a clear vision that I was really inspired to make sure that his art came out the way that he wanted it to come out. Um, So that's really what inspires me more than anything. I guess is uh, the really talented people around me. Nice, nice.
0: Uh, Megatalbert asked, uh, if you could star in any horror movie, which one would it be?
1: Ooh. <laughs> I could star in any horror movie, which one would it be? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Everybody makes fun of me because I love Final Destination 3 so much, but I would have loved to be in Final Destination 3. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Why that? Why I, I don't, I don't know, and it it might be because I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead so much, and she (laughs) was really, really good, I mean, she was, it's a Final Destination movie, I mean, and she was really good, Mm -hmm. um, but that also had some of my bigger fears, like, uh, roller coasters and tanning pads and things like that in it, so, uh, that one in particular was just fun to me, Okay, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, dwelling was really the kind of thing that I had been looking for. Um, and so it's it's hard to like look at you know the, the popular stuff that I, I don't think I would ever be up for anyway and be like, oh, I should have been in that or I, I wish I could be in that. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I just kind of take things as they come. Mm-hmm.
0: And but you I've got to be in what you wanted watching. to
1: be in. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been watching things before and been like, I really feel like I could have done better than that. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. not, not to the point that I would that I would remember it and been like, wow, this would have been so good. No, I, yeah, I can't, I can't think of one, um, like, in particular.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, fair enough.
1: <laughs> my, my answers are weirdly disappointing, I know. it's <laughs>
0: uh, it's, it's, it's good, though. I, I get it. Um, this is probably more of a question for Kyle, but this is from Dawn. Um, you have uh, any idea if there will be a dwelling too?
1: Um, I have no idea. Um, to, to my knowledge, that was not a plan. But uh, things did kind of, kind of change once we. They got into editing and things mm-hmm. like that and so it is kind of left open now which originally it was not left open okay um so i really can't speak to that um i, I have no idea
0: um i think we kind of already answered this but who's your favorite actress and why but <laughs> it's there it's questions <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> well i mean i you know i love i love mary elizabeth Winstead. i I love. Um, I do think Jennifer Lawrence is really talented, but I haven't okay. been a fan of anything that she's been in, um, like just like a diehard fan or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I'm. I really, really like. Um, recently, I've been liking Alison Brie even more. Now that, um, now that, Community hasn't been on forever. I think I've watched that show like. At least ten times all the way through, but she's been doing uh, some other stuff like a roller derby thing that I caught a couple episodes of, and I was okay. like, "This is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've been liking her a lot, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't.
0: Um, I oh, had, there's
1: so, so many talented people. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, I had something for you. This is more you know specifically toward dwelling, and. Not to spoil anything for anybody, but um, there's a scene in there where basically you're, I mean, you're sitting in a pentagram. you got all the candles lit around you. you got all the mirrors around you. And I know that it's a movie and that you're filming. But does it ever cross your mind that at that particular point in time when you're doing this, even though you're acting as for a film, that you could possibly actually conjure something up?
1: Um it definitely crossed my mind. Um, but I'm not I I don't really worry about it. I mean when I when I go into these kinds of situations I know that if if these things are real, which I'm open to it but I'm a skeptic, then you know, I need to protect myself. So I, I take it upon myself to just you know, surround myself with, with positive, um, with positive things and positive thoughts, and and you know, some people would say it's a bright light that protects you, or, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I make sure to get really into that, and then I just get really into the character. So it, in the moment, I'm not, um, I'm I'm partially me because I'm in every character, but you know, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not me. I'm Ellie, and I'm not. I'm not really thinking about it too much, um, so it it definitely occurs to me. But you know, I've I've also done the Ouija board thing in real life. I've, I've done all kinds of you know. I'm not okay. going to do some kind of satanic ritual or something like that. But you know, I've done I've done these things in real life, and to me, it's no. It, you're opening a doorway regardless of how you do it. You know, um, if you're if you're standing with a tape recorder and asking a spirit to talk to you, then you're still opening a gateway for communication. So right. a, a Ouija board's not any more evil than that, the way that I look at it. Or, you know, look, um, mirror gazing isn't any more mm-hmm. dangerous than that. It's just what in particular might be around. And, you know... The, yeah.
0: Well, the and that's something is, that I always is, throw is out character. there. Yeah, and that's something I always throw out there when... Um, specifically talking about a, a Ouija board. When people ask me, you know, do you use a Ouija board? What do you think of them all that? And it's like, well, you know, it, it's a method in which to communicate with the spirit. We do the same thing with an audio recorder. You know, right. it's just a different method for doing the same thing. And I think what it comes down to is people just don't know how to properly use the Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. And
1: that, that's exactly my thoughts as well, is that it's, it's just it's just a way, another way to communicate um, that maybe takes more energy, maybe takes less energy, you know, spell things out, point to numbers, um, things like that. But I, I think the, the big danger is that, you know, if, again, if these things are real, the big danger is that people don't take it seriously. And because it was marketed as a game, they continue to laugh and treat it as a game and move it themselves. And to me, that's really disrespectful. Um, you know, if, if I were to, ask a question and then not let you answer and I answered for you that would be incredibly rude in real life so I feel like it's really rude and it's a really easy way to get a spirit really mad at you You really are trying to communicate for you to be like oh I'm just screwing around (laughs) with my friends and they're like hey you asked me a question I mean Mm -hmm. I'd be really annoyed if that happened in real life (laughs)
0: that's a great way of looking at it
1: yeah yeah I mean it's just like somebody asks you a question and then they interrupt you and don't care about your answer you know it's it's, it's just really rude and a, a really good way to get somebody angry with you. So maybe don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you know, um, like, just, you know, they yeah. were still human Be, at some it point. Keep it real. <laughs>
0: keep it real. You're doing a yeah. Ouija board, keep it real. <laughs> uh, right, right. So, um, Shama would like to know if, uh, if you use anything to dispel ne- negative energy after some of the scarier scenes, you use sage or anything like that, um, especially if like you're in a haunted location, you're filming, do you do anything yes. like that? Okay.
1: Yes. Um, I, I, ac- I, actually do. Um, like I, like I said, I have an open mind, but, um, I totally, I totally believe that like the energy can follow you and some of the things I do can get really dark and really emotional. And so I don't, I don't want the amount of emotions that I'm even feeling when I'm shooting them to follow me home right. and affect anybody else, you know? So, um, there are, I have, um, like I'll sage my house occasionally. Um, I'll also use, um, like a mixture of, uh, like a sea salt and water and I'll just kind of bless the, um, all the entrances and exits to the home occasionally. Um, if I'm going to be shooting something like that and I'm staying in a hotel, I'll do it to my hotel room. Uh, And every time I shoot something really intense where it was really negative, I usually feel way, way better because I've (laughs) I've gotten to, like, get all those emotions out through a different kind of outlet. But if I've been shooting something like that, still, I don't want that negativity. So um, I'll take a a bath and, like, um, a couple drops of frankincense oil Mm -hmm. and some Epsom salt and some sea salt and just kind of soak and cleanse things and you know you can use just a little bit of frankincense like put a frankincense oil diffuser or something like that in your hotel room and you know if that's the sometimes I do that if that's the kind of thing that makes you feel better or just to you know be cautious those are things that most people can agree are effective Mm -hmm. and so yeah I do I definitely do some of those things occasionally.
0: Okay very cool sounds like a little bit of uh, some of your the different things you use. It almost sounds a little witchy. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's
0: we we have a know. saying on here. It's actually a T-shirt that we have now. It's called <laughs> "I'm into witchy shit." So
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely. I mean, there's there's some um, there there there's a lot of just um, connection with the earth and the and mm-hmm. in witchcraft and uh, like connections with the earth. I don't know a whole lot about it, but and and what it. Mother Earth can do, um, just from her own like being, things like that. So yeah, I mean I guess, you know, this is it saging and using salt and you know, those are all things that come from from the earth so i guess it would be it would be kind of witchy
0: it's kind of witchy we'll have to get you that shirt i'm into witchy shit it's awesome yes i need that so it's a quote from house of manson
1: to do something witchy
0: oh okay so here's here's the shirt i don't know if you've seen the shirt at all we've posted it yeah Yeah, there we go i'm into witchy shit (laughs) so speaking of house of manson let's um kind of switch to that real quick, because so we got about 15 minutes left. I did want to talk about it um, a little bit, so I'll bring the movie poster up here. Um, so you played Linda Kasabian in this, and this is, um, you know, you were talking about before, uh, you know, that you're going to be doing, you know, some more on serial killers and stuff like that with your uh, with your YouTube channel, so this kind of um, really plays right into that. So um, tell us a little bit about House of Manson, because that was also a, another really good one that you were in.
1: Yeah, um, really proud of that one as well. Um, House of Manson is um, kind of a biopic story about um, what Brandon Slagle, who who wrote and directed it, feels. It's 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 factual, but you know to an extent because it, it does have to be um, theatrical as well. But um, it it bases more on Charles Manson's early life leading up to his arrest and so it's less of a helter skelter kind of thing although we do have the murders involved um and more of the the story of his childhood and the story of how he kind of collected this family that he had and how he possibly could have gotten this way and could have gotten these people to do these horrible things for him uh so that that's kind of more the direction that that house of manson took it's Less helter skelter and more a little bit of a bi- biography that, that gets gory at the end. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> um, now, for you, you played Linda Xavian who um, was pretty. I mean, basically, like the, the primary witness for the prosecution. But when she first met Charles Manson, um, she basically saw him like a you know a Christ-like figure. So, um, how was it for you as an actress having to portray you know this person who's basically having to you know, snitch on and tell on, um, somebody that who she basically deified.
1: Um, you know, when I, when I actually started researching her more and more because so many people did, they called her, you know, they called her the rat, they called her the witch and things Mm. like that. But then the more I researched her, the more I realized that she was somebody who, honestly, she hadn't been there that long. um, Some of these people have been there, you know, the whole summer and she had been there like a couple weeks So she did kind of glorify this guy. They all did. Um, there were a lot of drugs involved that he was not take He was not taking he was giving Mm -hmm. them out and then um You know that obviously influences people's opinions and things like that But when she actually saw these things happening, I think She's the kind of person who decided to do what was the right thing, you know, she she was terrified and um, probably should have come forward in the first place, but eventually she decided to do the right thing. And considering that she really wasn't there that long, um, she didn't have a lot of loyalty to these people. They did take her in. They did help her out. Um, uh, her husband was not, her husband at the time was was not, um, he's not described as, as being, you know, the greatest to be in a, relationship with right. um and you know so they did help her deal with that situation and they took her in and gave her a place to stay but when you start talking about killing people there's only a certain level of loyalty that goes with that and when somebody's been with you a couple weeks uh, there's not you know I, I wouldn't expect that kind of loyalty out of them so honestly I think she did honestly I think she did the right thing and um I also think that sending Linda to drive to the murders was probably the single dumbest decision Charles Manson ever (laughs) made. I mean, he, he knew she hadn't been there that long. She, um, you know, and she, she could be a very, she could be a very, very loyal person. But when you start talking about killing people, these other people have been there longer. They're more brainwashed. They're more into this whole thing. And, she just wasn't. So that was a risky, risky move. And yeah, the only reason I think maybe he was told, getting a
0: little cocky over his power over people.
1: Um, I think a little bit, but um, I know the what seemed to be the the biggest thing about it was that um, Mary Bruner and Linda Cassadian were the only members of the Manson, Manson family at the time that had valid driver's licenses, <laughs> and <laughs> Mary Bruner. Um, uh, she, it was either check or credit card fraud, but she was in jail. So otherwise she would have driven, but, um, Linda was the only one with the driver's license. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So it goes out
0: of the driver's license.
1: <laughs> they're worried about that. I don't. <laughs> they're worried about
0: driver's license, not killing people, you
1: know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Pull I mean, in a, way it make, in a way it makes sense. If your driver doesn't have a driver's license, then you guys are all getting, yeah. You know, you're kind of, you're kind of screwed on the spot but it, it also seems like maybe it should be the least of your worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <So, laughs> yeah so uh, yeah yeah no i I think I think she did the right thing I think mm-hmm. she was scared and you know she she did what she had to do and uh, I definitely uh, sympathize with her
0: are you gonna cover that on uh, one of your uh, YouTube videos
1: um I, I think I probably will I don't mm-hmm. I I was always interested in the Manson family and so I don't know how I could possibly stray away from it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh yeah, I would I would like to cover more about um like Linda in, in particular mm-hmm. and more about, you know, a lot of people say Charles Manson never killed anybody and we don't know that he did, but there is True. speculation that there are other people who were murdered that he was involved with and had his hands in. So just because he didn't murder these people doesn't mean he never murdered anybody. Yeah, yeah, there
0: may be other people so, out there that we don't know about.
1: Uh, yeah, there there are other people that he definitely had his hands in. He was definitely present, but everybody's story conflicts, so you don't know what the yeah. extent to that really is. You know, it's you, you can't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trust anybody's story at this point.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's the mystery of, of it all. I think that's why... Um, you know, we as a as a culture, um, you you see a lot of you know shows these days, a lot of uh, documentaries on on TV and on uh, YouTube and whatnot that are geared towards serial killers, and I think it's you know part of that mystique of you know are are there more out there? You know, what's the real story? You know, how could they possibly get away with it? You know, I, I think that kind of plays into it all.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I'm I'm particularly interested in like how. How these people have brains that work this way, and how this continues to happen. Because I mean, of course, there's there's always going to be a next serial killer, and that that's yeah. morbid and awful to say. Unfortunately, but the, yeah. The fact is, that there will be. You know, they're they're never going away. As, l- as long as there are humans, there's going to be some level of just incredibly sick human being that's going to be do, doing something along these lines. Um, and but the the more we learn about serial killers and rampage killers and uh, you know mass shooters and things like that the more hopefully we can learn to recognize this kind of behavior early on um, you know I know Charles Manson said don't let me out of prison and they let him out and then he ended up having basically a cult that went and murdered people right and you know he said don't don't why are you letting me out I don't know anything except this I'm going to kill people and they let him out you know, right. so maybe we should have listened, but that's not how it worked out.
0: No, <laughs> so, um, I did miss a uh, question about dwelling from Dawn. Uh, she wanted to know if the mirror freaked you out. Um, the
1: uh, the mirror didn't freak me out uh, because I mean I, I I think I just spent so much time with it. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a it was a really cool mirror though. But you know, I did. I, I got there a couple of days early because we did a table read and everything, and um, I w- was gonna be bored just sitting by myself anyway. So I helped hang some wallpaper and stuff before we started. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I was I was in on on some of this stuff. Um, so no, the the mirror didn't didn't really freak me out. It's 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 it's, it's pretty difficult to. Uh, freak me out with the with the horror movie stuff.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and, and it's you know it's a prop too. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think of anything. The thing that freaked me out the most was the doll.
0: The doll. Oh, okay. All, the dolls usually freak dolls. you out.
1: Um, I'm I'm not typically freaked out by dolls, but I, I would say out of all the different things, um, the doll. And uh, the basement of that house, which luckily I did not have to go into. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Well, what was going on in the basement?
1: Um, I think it just hadn't been, nobody had been down there. And um, they actually told me at one point, like, as a joke, that I was going to have to go down there. And it was just, like, <laughs> covered in spiderwebs, cobwebs. Oh, spiders, like, right. It was, and it was just, like, dark with, like, some... Sun- one source of light. I guess there was like a one window or something down there. I'm like, I'm not going down there. Like, that is not in the script anywhere. I'm not going in any
0: basement. <laughs> Look, Kyle's right there. You can always write it into the script. Eh? Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, she doesn't want to go into the basement. Let's put her in the basement. <laughs> Let's
1: put her in the basement. <laughs> no, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm pretty laid back with this, and but I mean, I. That's also because I'm not going to take on a part that involves something that I might be too freaked out to do. So, uh, I I was 100% on board with everything that was in the script, so yeah, that was never going to be a problem. But the, (laughs) the, the eeriest thing was definitely the the dolls, all of them, not not just tomorrow. All the dolls. Just <laughs> they're all. The all dolls. They're all eerie and weird. I was happy to see her head give her again. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was an accident, I was happy she wasn't looking at me anymore. Oh, that's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that something like if you go on to uh, if you do paranormal investigations and there's dolls around? Um, I, I guess I would have to ask. You know, are you? Um, investigating closer to the dolls because you're freaked out and you think there might be something going on or are you clearing out away from the dolls?
1: Um, neither. Um, I I would be investigating just the the entire place either, um, equally or, uh, if I had really good information or or some kind of really good evidence about something happening in a particular area, then I might be investigating that area more. So, um... I, I wouldn't run from them. I wouldn't just be like, "Ooh, dolls," and go over there either. Um, okay. But if somebody said something happened with the dolls, then I would. I would definitely single them out and uh, and in, and investigate them. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, Don. Don is asking, "What about dolls with real human hair?"
1: <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever met a doll with real human hair. Actually. They
0: do exist, though. <laughs> they do. Yeah.
1: Are they like the? cuz i know they make like babies for you know like anatomically correct babies for Yeah, humans. they have those like, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if, those don't have know real if they human make... hair.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think with those.
1: I don't know. I I've, I've never seen one with real human hair in real life, so I no. don't know. I do kind of wonder like does that lead to some kind of like voodoo thing going on though? It's got real human hair on a doll. I don't know.
0: It's it's kind of witchy.
1: it's a little little witchy witchy stuff it's witchy stuff (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, alright well we're getting close to the end of the show here so um, again just everybody if you haven't seen Dwelling yet please go ahead pick it up watch it Don was saying that it's on uh, Amazon as well so um, definitely check it out Uh, I I liked it Erin did a fantastic job in it so um, where, where can people find you
1: Um, everywhere. Everywhere. um, uh, You can find me on Facebook and YouTube at Erin Marie Hogan, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at Erin Marie OMG.
0: That's right, Erin Marie OMG. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) That's how
0: how I remember you on on Twitter when I was putting those out today. I was like, oh yeah, she's OMG (laughs) at the end. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, um,. I don't know if you want to stick around for the shout-outs. We have shout-outs to uh, all the Mad Hatters. We take a few minutes here, so uh, it's up to you if you want to stick around. (laughs) All right. So let's bring up the chat, everybody. So there's... Come on. Okay, there's our chat screen. All right, so who do we have in the house today? We'll just scroll up from the bottom. So Jody Brewer, thank you. Of course... Oh. Of course, Chat Chennegator Shauna. We have to. She has to be first.
1: <laughs> how, how dare you? How dare I? Oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> uh, Andrew Cox, thank you very much. Um, as always, Don. Thank you for all your questions tonight. Uh, Andrew Cubbage from Oklahoma. Thank you for being out here tonight. Fran Molino. Thank you, Zippy Davis. Thanks for being out here tonight. Um, who else do we have? We had Tammy Heitzman. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Robert White, our friend from Australia, thanks for joining us. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, I think it's in the uh, morning for him right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He uh, it out here, which is awesome. Um, Alan Wurzburg, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, Joanne Rabino, thank you. I think I said Fran Molino earlier. If I didn't, then there we go. Um, who else did we have out here? Carrie Parish, thank you for joining us, as usual. Um, I, I know it, Bonnie Halpern was in earlier. Uh, so was Tammy Sifford. All of our, um, all of our Cheshire cats were in the house tonight, which was pretty awesome. So, uh, Tammy wasn't American Horror Story on tonight.
1: not <laughs> uh, uh, yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which. And let me ask you about that. What do you think of American Horror Story?
1: Um, I mean, it, it, they they bring me in and then they lose me and yeah. then they bring me in and then they so the, actually this season I'm I'm kind of on board so I'm okay. I'm down with this season. Uh, last season I was lost from the very <laughs> the very start. I was so just the like, reality
0: show wasn't working for you, huh?
1: Yeah, I was like, don't like it. Don't want anything to do with this, but I. I mean, I watched it anyway. Yeah,
0: it was so. a little, it was a little over the top, but my favorite yeah. was the very first season, The Murder House. I thought that was just done, just so smartly. Yeah, I.
1: definitely liked. I definitely liked. Um, I, definitely liked um, I liked Freak Show a lot. I liked The Murder House. Uh, I liked most of Coven. Um, yeah, I liked Coven most was of like
0: had, Coven to me had like a great, first half. I loved what they Mm -hmm. were doing with it, and then it was like, they could bring everybody back to life. As soon as they could bring (laughs) everybody back to life, it just was pointless at that point.
1: Yeah, it kind of lost all of its stakes and just became a really big Stevie Nicks music video. And I was like, yeah, a
0: little too much Stevie (laughs) Nicks. (laughs) We got,
1: we got the reference. We love her. That's enough.
0: Um, okay, did I forget anybody? Uh, Sarah Cambridge. I can't uh, forget Sarah. She was asking some questions earlier, too. Did I get everybody? And there were some people in earlier that if they if they fell out. And you guys always know, if I miss you, it's nothing personal. I, Diane Hilbert, were you in the house tonight? <laughs> Tell me to miss Diane. I think she was. So, all right. So, well, that's going to do it, everybody. Really appreciate you coming out. Really appreciate you joining us tonight, Aaron. Again, pick up Dwelling. Fantastic movie Aaron does a fantastic job in it as well, so all right everybody have a great night till next time